What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. How you doing, Mark? Uh, better than your camp, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that was a uh, rough night. We're not going to talk about that. I already smoked the house rules, <laughs> the, uh, the the pissed-off Kristoff. You know, yeah. I I smoked that begrudgingly. Uh, I did buy a box of Padrones for everybody, and I whipped it out just a little bit too early um, because <laughs> we had about like 25 guys in the shop. So I went ahead and bought a box, and uh, I went ahead and returned the box the same night. So <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it was, uh, okay. Yeah, well, there's always baseball season. Maybe, probably not. There looks, I mean, there's still the lockouts coming on, but uh, does, does who the fuck good. knows? I don't know. But uh, I mean, I can't complain. I've been there before. You get a taste of it. I want more, but yeah. we're not going to talk about that because we're not. We're oh, not. Okay. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I, my, Fair enough. My fucking texts were blowing up left and right last I night. Bet. I don't do with that shit anymore. Yeah. So, but what we are going to talk about is talk about a website, talk to a guy who, you know, we've already said before that we got the, uh, the, 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 the listeners spoke and they, they voted and they voted for, for two schlubs, you and I, two schlubs. And we are so thrilled and uh, I'm and so glad to, to talk to the guy who made it happen. I mean, yeah. f- first him and then all of our listeners, but it, it goes down to him first. First. So, yeah. so we're talking to L Ori from, uh, Wells from, uh, cigar score Dot com. Dot com. Who ran a year, 2021, year uh, best of in six different areas. We were excited about two particular areas. There was a lot of cool areas, but retailer of the year. I want to start there um, where there was a lot of buzz. There was, um, which is, uh, turned out to be LCC. Yep. I watched the full video while I was at work. Now, it's very important that we don't tell my employer that. <laughs> um, and then oh, I, we, have, I have a story about the video, too, but go ahead with, okay. with your thing. And then we won a podcast of the year, which was very important to us. Uh, well, uh, just to be nominated, honestly, because I've said it from the beginning, we went up against some heavy hitters. Rob, Rob with Cigar Talk, he's the reason why this show exists. I love Rob. Cigar Authority? We're going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to Rob next week at some point on a show. So it's like, yeah, we, we just had some, some just to be thought of, nominated. Yep. I was totally glad it was. And then, and then to, and then to actually win, I was excited. So thank you so much for putting in the effort on your part to, to make, uh, a little dream happened. That was uh, that was nice. I, I enjoyed it. So, so this is the third or f- how, how many? You've done this for several years. So how, what? First of all, welcome to the show. Let's start with that. Yeah. Enough <laughs> the, the, the longest intro ever. <laughs> you said not to talk about politics or religion, but you came out swinging about the Chiefs. I right. mean, that's oh, like religion that's, to a lot of people. That's a good point. That's that, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Um, except for, we don't talk about religion, except for the Kansas City Chiefs, which is Aaron's uh, main religion. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not much of a, I'm not much of a, I, I'd, I'd rather be smoking a cigar than, yeah. I guess you can smoke a cigar and watch football, but yep. uh, I got a lot of other things to do. But, uh, so sports aren't totally my thing. But yeah, you're welcome um, for, or thanks for having me on. And you're welcome for hosting the Cigar Score Awards. And to answer your question, yeah, it was this is the so we did it in 19, 20, and 21. We're in 2022. Uh, it's hard to remember that sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, it was the third year. It's it's people's choice, 100. percent And 
you know, you, we op- we host the we host the awards. We put up a nomination form. People can uh, nominate anybody who they want, and then when we get to the finalists, it's still people's choice. We take the people who got the top, you know, the ten most uh, nominations, and we throw them up and and see what happens. So anybody and everybody who wins has nothing. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Oh, thank you, Ellery." Like, you know, uh, you're welcome. But thank your your listeners, your viewers, your customers, yeah. your fans, and all that kind of stuff, because it's definitely a people's choice. So congratulations, guys. Yeah, it's thanks. The people's choice thing is pretty cool. I know I had people uh, forwarding the link to me, like, mm-hmm. and I go, I got the link, dude. <laughs> right? I'm going, and thank you for voting. It, it is cool. Um, one of the, I know Chris was saying this to me, who's with LCC. Mm-hmm. The cool part is that people were excited about it, right? And yeah. so that's the cool yeah. part about people's choice is people get excited about this. Yeah. Um, it's nice that Cigar Aficionado does their thing and they have seven guys in a room, like blindfolded. That's nice. Yeah. But this is people who... You get a little, v- like a vindication yep. from just the, the work yep. that's put into it. And, and you know, we have friends that... That listen, I'm glad they do, and you know, I, g- I yeah. gave it to my parents. I didn't even vote for us. Like, I, I think I voted for Rob. <laughs> Did <laughs> <So>. you really? <laughs> okay, now I'm offended because I'm on this show too. <laughs> it's the uh, oh, yeah. it's the thing, you know. You you you, you, you want yourself. you want your peers to do good, kind yeah. of thing. So, yeah. but I will. If it came down to one vote, I would be pissed at myself. So, <laughs> right. Well, I, well, it's people with passionate audiences. You know, we, we can't. There, there are some businesses in the cigar industry, like if you go to a website and you get cigar stuff um, advertised, that's like a legacy roundabout way. Mm-hmm. A new business like mine, we can't advertise on Google or Facebook, but there are some mm-hmm. legacy companies that have that are like grandfathered into that. So you could have these larger shows with these massive budgets that are finding a way to advertise. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the three of us, we don't have... 10 grand, a hundred thousand, a million dollars, but besides average. So the people's choice kind of levels the playing field. And it's like, you guys are connecting with people all across the the country and you know, you're making friends and you got your crazy ass beard that people are like, hell yeah, beards. And they're like, let's vote for these guys. People can't, People on the audio podcast are really missing out on that. that (laughs) Oh, they've seen Aaron's beard. You're, you're connecting with these. Oh, good. Good. Don't hide that thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you got you got people that are like, yeah, these guys are awesome, and I want to support them. And it you're you're making a personal connection, and it's not just about who spent the most money. Yeah. I think that I don't want to say it sets us apart because I really don't pay any, any attention to what other people are doing with their awards or nominations or anything else. It's like, well, who do I? What? Who's doing something interesting that I kind of want to um, recognize or, or not? Who? But what category? And it's people who are bringing. So it's personality and podcast, two categories that were kind of like, who's who's bringing a positive influence to cigars? Who's out there doing good things? Um, and then, like you said, the the retailers and uh, who is the oh the brand, the cigar brand, mm-hmm. of course. Um, you know who who is out there that people are really enjoying, and, and that's how we got here, and that's how you guys want because you're you're doing cool stuff, and people are like, hell yeah. I want to, I want to see these guys recognize. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how long have you been, uh, obviously uh, you're a cigar smoker. So how long have you been smoking cigars? 
You know, and you know, how long have you been smoking cigars? Um, well, actually, uh, I can probably say right about 20 years. Okay. Um, okay. I got started, I think I was in high school and we had just done really well in a one act play. And I think one of the guys that was ahead of me or something, I don't even, it's, it's been a minute. Um, I think he brought cigars to like our, our end of year party or something. And we're like, yeah, cool cigars. And then freshman year of college, uh, I just smoked a little bit and somebody brought my first, like, I think real cigar was a Helix. You guys ever had a oh, Helix? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It wasn't a I bad think cigar. That, if, if you want to, well, if you want to call that a real cigar, I think that was really the first one. And then, you know, got into some Excalibur and stuff. So 20 years and it's definitely ramped up over the last, uh, two or three since starting cigar score and, um, you know, joining clubs, like you mentioned, Chris and uh, Luxury Cigar Club. I was one of the first members of them before. I didn't know I was. I was like, that's cool. So I signed up for it. So the last couple of years, just trying new and different things. So 20 years-ish. Um, and yeah. So been, you and I have been smoking for a while. So because um, it's been... I've been 20 years too. So. <clears throat> well, yeah, but you're five years old. So, I mean, you started <laughs> early. Um so 20 years, I mean, you and I have seen, and, and Aaron, he's, he's going to, we've seen some changes in the cigar industry, yeah. right? So if you've been smoking for 20 years, you remember a little bit of that first boom, right? Where people, cigar aficionado boom, as I think about right. it, you know, that first, I mean, you talk about Excalibur, that, I mean, it's still around, but that cigar was... That's one of the OGs. <clears throat> it's one of the OGs. It was a good, it, it is a good cigar. I don't want to disrespect it now, but it was one of my fave cigars early on because mm -hmm. it was flavorful and it burned not like total shit. It split down the side about every third one, but, um, <laughs> but you know, I'm, and I'm not really totally bitter about that, but. A true mark of an Excalibur. <laughs> right, it, it might, was. It might split. It might split. Um, but, you know, that was, <laughs> and then. Now to the second boom, which is is actually been, I think, a, a better boom, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we're definitely in the you know, midst I, of the boom I, right now. I would I would have to argue with you is not the right term, but cool. I will say that I think there are people when you're, when you're in the cigar industry, like and you're, you guys. I mean, we've got a, a tobacconist. You guys are at a lounge. Um, you know, we're talking about smoking hundreds of cigars a year. We're not your average cigar smoker. And I think for the first like 12 years of cigar smoking, you're talking about a boom and all this. I don't, I, I, I have no, no grasp on what you're talking about. I think sure. maybe, I, I don't know if that's like more common, but I wasn't paying attention. I was going to uh, a little cigar shop and I was like, oh, what can I afford? What's like three or $4? <laughs> Um, so there, I, looking back now, I can say like, yeah, there was some really crazy things going on in, uh, in the nineties, you know, looking at brands that have been around for a minute. Um, but I, I will have to admit that it's only been in the last, like, probably since starting cigar score. I mean, I've been smoking pretty consistently for about 15 years, just buying, um, you know, they're basically the same thing. And I wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the industry. So when you get to a podcast, which podcasting wasn't even around more than like, I mean, it was, but like 10 years ago, yeah. nobody was talking about podcasting. 
Right. So I wasn't, I wasn't in it like I am today and I wasn't learning. And, you know, when you're talking about a boom today, Aaron, you know, we just had TPE just wrapped up. I didn't go, but there's, you know, hundreds or thousands or whatever people. Yeah. Um, the, and so I would have to admit, I don't have that background going back uh, <laughs> as far as you, Mark. Yeah, the and and I was a little more aware of that first boom just because uh, was a little more in the industry at the time. And that first boom was around the major brands, right? Mm -hmm. There wasn't like this. There wasn't a lot of the. There wasn't a the, lot of the, the, the boutique, the boutique stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, but there was a right, yeah, huge. There was an increase in cigars, and it was I think of it as a cigar aficionado boom. Um, but <clears throat> this yeah. boom oh, has yeah. been a lot absolutely better cigars. I don't mean to disrespect the bigger brands, but it's been a broader what brand uh, or broader boom. And it's been a, a I think, I think you're I'm, right about the education. I think a lot more education this time around. Yeah. Well, I'll give you an example of a, of a cigar that was boom and how the industry has changed. So um, have you guys ever had the CAO gold? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think anybody who's been smoking cigars for double digit number of years probably has. Yeah. Well, I had one the the other day, and that's that's kind of a it's pretty classic, I think. I mean, yep. it's been around a lot. Yeah. Then yep. you look at then you look at a, a Perdomo Champagne, you look at Aroma Craft and Temperance EC. You know, the list goes on and on. And then you go back, and then you go back and smoke something that was likely huge in the cigar aficionado era, mm -hmm. which. I will, I'll just say is, in my opinion, would be like a CAO gold. And I think they have the, the CAO, I, I think in the review that I made, I said they're resting on their laurels. And just like you said, I think it was, Aaron, that you have the boom of all of this boutique cigars, all these guys getting in. I don't know if the barrier to entry is is lower, but there's more brands now, I think, than there were oh. definitely 10 years yeah. ago. And then you get the ones like that I just mentioned, and you're like, man, they have really – really out finessed a company that has not changed their blend in 20 years. So that's one of the cool things that goes, that has changed. And it's not like I was smoking the CAO gold back then, yeah. but smoking one now compared to other newer blends that are, um, I don't even know if innovative is the right word, but boutique yeah. interesting. Um, and I love that. I love that for the industry. Yeah. And, and like into, into like to, to trail on to what you were saying as well with the CAO, you know, what I think of like one of the first booms when I was first really integrated into cigar, cigar culture would be about the late nineties. Whenever like the Sopranos were on, Tony always mm -hmm. had a cigar. One of my favorite cigars of all time was the Sopranos, the Sopranos edition CAO. Yeah. And then whenever, whenever that kind of trailed off, I kind of took a little sabbatical for a little, for, you know, maybe a year or so okay. and then, and then brought, then came back in. And just for that little break, I saw a big difference in, because that's when more people were doing stuff online. It wasn't just print media. You're seeing the beginnings of, you know, the World Wide web era of cigars and more lounges and, you're seeing seeing younger guys like I was definitely the, the I was the youngest probably at Michael's old cigar shop in Bitten 
way back 20 years ago. Okay. Because back then, you know, you could be 18. But, like, that was, yeah, so I saw, like, the, I saw the tail end of the original uptick of what this is now. And then it kind of leveled off or plateaued. And then definitely within the past But you even look at CAO with some of the, uh, um, the, the, was it, uh, what is Well, they had, they had all the flavors. They had the. Right. But they, they've always had that niche, but they've even branched out a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'd argue that CAO back in the day, if you knew, so if you knew to smoke the Cameroon, which is still to this day, a really good cigar, but you had to know, no to avoid the gold, which was the, one of their best-selling cigars and wasn't really good. So like, and, but if you knew the Cameroon and you liked Cameroon, that's a really good Cameroon, but they didn't sell a bunch of those because it was, it wasn't, um, it wasn't one of their big sellers. And CAO has always been a, a sort of, a, an enigma, right? Because they're, they're always, they have two or three. I didn't ever like the Soprano, by the way. I, I don't, I'm just picking on you. But because it was just, it was just overly Maduro. It was like, yeah. it was a manufactured Maduro. Yeah. But, um, but they have a couple cigars where you go, well, that's really, really good. But most of their cigars are just, I don't want to say Macanudo ish, but they're Macanudo ish. They're, there, so for me, my I've had my uh, my my personal Instagram has been around for almost ten years now. Wow. The very first cigar person I followed was CAO. That was the first yeah. brand I followed because I remember mm. at the at the bar or at the barbershop. Yeah, at the barbershop, the the cigar aficionado uh, cigar aficionado magazines. It always had the, the the father, the daughter, and the son. Always had like a full page. So you guys spread. don't even remember the CEO Flavor Girls. So I don't remember Flavor Girls. I think I hit just the end of it. But I yeah. came in whenever the countries were starting to make the 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 Same. Italia, the Colombia, the American, those the Brazilian those are, stuff like that. Those are pretty good cigars. Yeah, some of those are really good cigars. My oldest brother, his favorite f- is the CAO Brasilia. Right. So, but good sick. Yeah, and it's a good the CAO Italia is one of the few places you're going to smoke Italian tobacco. Yeah. As far as I know. And well, so how do you know, Mark, though? This is a question that came up and just while I was listening to you. How do you know if the the blend has changed or it's not as good now as it was versus our palate actually has changed? Because I know, like you're talking with the not to not to harp or advertise for CAO, but I used to remember smoking the MX2, the CAO oh. MX2. Yep. Like a lot. Yeah. I like and that I bought some just like a year ago and I was like, oh, that's <laughs> what happened? not right. I assume yeah, it's so, gotta be I mean, both. I assume it's gotta be both because your your palate has got to have matured, right? Yeah. Because you've smoked a lot of different stuff. It's gotten better and more refined. I'd like to think so. <laughs> a little column A, a little column B. Yeah, it's gotta be a little column A, column B. My I don't know that mine has. I know that Doug says my palate is shit. Because <laughs> I don't agree with him on stuff. But <clears throat> as I've grown older, I've and and smoked hundreds of cigars a year. And if anybody repeats that to Paula, I'm kicking whoever's butt. <laughs> But, um, you know, I really become really particular about what I like. And there's some flavors that I used to like generally that mm. now I have a very specific part of that I like. 
Well, it's like with me with the. So awning. I think it's got to be. Uh, I think it's got to be a lot of refinement of your palate. Well, with me, like but the, somewhat, the they change their their blends because they yeah. have no choice. Oh yeah, they ran out of tobacco and stuff like that. Right. But like the the Onyx was the first cigar I couldn't smoke. I, I had to put it down. It just yes. made it. I just I got so I got sick, so I didn't touch it forever. Lightweight. And then we started selling them here. I was like, well, I got to smoke it to know what it is, and I like it. So. I mean, I don't know if it was because I just was my my body my body wasn't ready for the brutal pounding it took with the Onyx Bold. I guess it wasn't called the Bold then, but just regular Onyx to what it is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, now ninety nine percent of the stuff I smoke is going to be that full body, full pepper, full spice the whole way. Sure. Back then, you know, it's like my very first beer was a Guinness. I didn't start off with anything light. I just had to jump into the pool feet first. Sink or swim style, so I probably did the same way with, with the cigar. I think the Onyx Reserve was one of the first boxes I ever bought. Nice. And uh, I haven't really had one since. I mean, it's probably been, been it's probably been fifteen years you, since I've had one of those. You, you they, can probably they came still back. taste a little bit That's of it. An interesting on, on the question. <laughs> What's a box you bought early? I think I still probably have some of my Hoya de Nicaraguas that I bought. Hoya de Nicaragua? Nicaragua. Hoya Nicaraguas that I bought maybe 15 years ago somewhere in one of my humidors. I was sure I liked that cigar, and I got about five into the box and went. I am now sure I do not like that cigar. It was just too much. That's disappointing. Yeah. That's so disappointing. Yeah. Oh, no, there's nothing worse. Because you're just thinking, that's like, 20 cigars I could have bought of something else I liked. Why did I take a chance? Yeah, you're like, man, I had a really great one at the lounge. And then I'm going to, sm- uh, you know, you go yeah. back and like, I'm going to buy the rest of the box to whatever it is. And you get them home, grab one out, and you're like, son of a bitch. You got to think. Why was this as good as it was at the lounge? I, was- I play roulette every time a Viaje <laughs> comes out. I'm, su- I'm such a Viaje ho. You I are. buy every Viaje by the box. Without even trying it, and I just take that gamble that I'm going to like it. For the most part, I have really enjoyed everything. There's one or two I'll like. I smoke and be like, okay, this needs a fucking sit for a little seventeen bit. years. But that's but for me, that's my I'm yeah, it's I'm fine. Much in your I'm lane. Yeah, it's in my lane. I'm fine with taking that that risk. I've quit that. doing that as much. I will. There's some brands I will buy five or ten of now. Mm-hmm. Like I just bought, is it the Elotes in the Tatuaje? The which one? Uh, Elotes, E L O T E S. They're Elote? like limited edition. Oh yeah, the co- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I bought like ten of the wrappers I liked, and mm. five of the one wrapper I I thought would I would kind of like, because I figured you know ten, you know I could you know, I could bomb them out. Sorry, everybody I bomb. <laughs> um, but, you know, it just, and I didn't want to pull the trigger on a big yeah. box, like 25, because if they were just okay, I would be disappointed. Well, let's talk about let's talk about a cigar that we do buy, by at least by the five count, since we're 20 minutes in, we haven't talked about what we're smoking yet. The is, Rocky Patel uh, oh. Sixto. <laughs> so Mark and I are smoking uh, the Crux Limitada Short Salamone. We haven't had a Crux in a minute. Yeah, but so uh, I did a couple. It's been at least lunch for me. <laughs> it's it's been it's probably been a couple months since I've had at okay. least this one by far. You know, it's, okay. I usually smoke a a crux every week, but this one has been a while. But I didn't know what we wanted to. I had I had like four different ones in my hand. I was like, fuck it, let me just go with this one. So I was trying to like 
not get something that was on our list, I guess, from last week. Okay. That's what I was trying to not do. But that's okay. what we're smoking. The Short Salamone Crux Limitada. Okay. A fan favorite. One Tell of our both, favorites. Both smoking the same thing? Yes. Yeah, both smoking the same thing. Yep. Yep. So that's the, uh, nice. that's, for the most part, for you know, normally every show we'll smoke the same thing. But like last week, we all smoked something different for our top 10 show and everything. So that's why the top 10 show is always my favorite because then I can smoke in in Yeho 888. <laughs> Let me tell you how many people were surprised that I had a Rocky Patel on my top 10 list. Me. I know. I told you, like, hey, I'll eat crow and I need to eat crow. I mean, it was. Uh, I think you're just selling into the advertisers. <laughs> shit. <laughs> If forgive me for not uh, <laughs> watching or, or listening to that one, what was your what Rocky Patel was on your top ten? Uh, so number ten was the Disciple. I haven't smoked it. Have you? No? Do what? I I haven't smoked that one. Uh, yeah, it, so no. it's a, it's a new release. It just came out in the last quarter, I think, of last year. Um, it's I okay. mean it's a it's a full body, full flavor monster. Well, when I. When I mentioned I smoked about the same thing before I started branching out with clubs and everything, I was buying uh, boxes of the Rocky Patel Edge Sumatra, Ooh, uh, you know, yeah, five yeah. or six of those. Yeah, I really like that cigar and the Edge Habano. Um, That's the one with the blue label, mm, right? There's, I like that one. Correct, that yeah. One. There's a there's a handful of Rockies that I really enjoy and have enjoyed for a very long time, but I've also tried other Rockies that were not my favorite. So <laughs> the the Sumatra is a really really good smoke. So I agree the entirely. Edge, the edge about line that. is solid. The edge line is edge solid. Line's solid. It's a really good. I, the Maduro is too much Maduro for me. Um, yeah, so I don't. I can I can smoke it. I enjoy it. But I, it's just, I, it's not a regular thing for me. Sumatra, I mean, that's a, that's a really, really good smoke. I agree with you 100% on yeah. that. And the ALR in the Rocky line is a really solid smoke. I just like giving uh, Aaron a hard time about Rocky Patel. Um, in general, <clears throat> most cigar lines have something I'll smoke. Yeah. And a lot of them have something that I really like. But there's only so many cigars in a day, right? <laughs> So, yeah. So what, challenge accepted. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> right. I was, I asked Johnny last night. Uh -huh. So we were going around and uh, we we're just talking about most memorable cigar, but he, I asked him and he said, the day I smoked 13 cigars and I'm going, Oh, I don't know that I've smoked 13. That's a lot. So the double shift I pulled up here last yeah, week, how many did you smoke? I, I tried for 14. But I got twelve. Quitter. I know. I just couldn't do it anymore. And I those were those were all robustos or lanceros. <laughs> I didn't do anything small. My normal robusto sizes normally, but okay. I got to twelve. Couldn't fucking taste a thing Sunday. So like I, I smoked like right. two cigars. I bet you I bet you had a blonde beard before that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet that's not red hair. That's just cigar oils. It just, <laughs> just, just 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 tar tar everything. I, so, I tried. So what, oh, what yeah, kind of cigars do you like smoking in general? You said you have like a bunch of go-to sticks and you've been branching out. But, you know, tomorrow, what are uh, you going to smoke? Yeah. What, what kind of stuff do you like smoking? So since we do cigar reviews on, uh, on our website and YouTube, I try to do – if I'm going to do two cigars, the first one I'm going to do during the day is going to be for a review – 
So I don't know what I'm going to smoke tomorrow. I've got a handful that I've taken the labels off for blind reviews. And I have um, a handful that have labels on them is because I knew I wanted to know what they were. Some mm-hmm. of them blind, some of them aren't. Uh, today, though, I will tell you. So I don't know about tomorrow. <clears throat> It'll either be a mystery or I haven't decided yet. But today I will tell you that I reviewed a – it was a blind review. It's not out yet, and it's the Ashton VSG uh, Wizard, which is a Toro. I think I got a bad one. The one really? that I got was – it didn't burn right. Ooh. Um, it was a waste of $15. I've had other ones that were really good, but today's – and I just judge them on that one. Yeah, so, that's all you can do. Uh, and then I also had – I had a uh, JFR Lunatic Hysteria Double Toro um, as the temperature was cooling down. I'd be smoking one today or one right now, but we're recording this after the sun's gone down and it's 50 degrees or so outside. So I hear you. I don't know what I'm going to smoke tomorrow. That's what I smoke today. And usually when the weather's good, I'll try to get a couple in. I like I'll, I'll, smoke a cigar with with coffee um or not um so it could be it just depends on the time of day so what kind of cigars if you were to choose and not doing the reviews because i watched some of the reviews today and and it's interesting because reviews change change right Mm because because you you really got to pay attention to the cigar it's one of the things i noticed when you when i was watching the reviews you really got to pay attention right it's a different smoking yeah. experience, yeah. and I, I want to ask you about that later in the show. But if you were just enjoying a cigar, I, I assume the JFR was just a personal choice. I haven't smoked a ton of the JFRs, but enough to know, you know, that's a pretty full cigar, right? So you like the I, full cigars over the lighter cigars? Not necessarily. Um, I don't really like peppery cigars. For example, I had, I believe it was the CAO flathead and it was just like taking cracked pepper off of your steak and just like, (laughs) and I was like, Oh, Oh no. Um, I liked, I like a lot of flavor. I want to know that I'm smoking something, but that can be uh, drew estate underground shade, Mm -hmm. which is, as you guys probably know, a light cigar, good flavors though. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, although Saturday I had, uh, I've tasted every Vitola and almost every blend from these guys, but one of my favorites, if I could just smoke $20 cigars all day is the Placencia Alma Fuerte, the Salomon, the generation, yeah. you V Salomon, the great cigar, uh, 21 bucks at the lounge. So not doing those a whole lot. Sure. I really like the Oliva Serie V double Toros. I think I've got four or five boxes of those in my, in the humidor I just built. Um, I, I like, I did a a top 10 for 2020, I think it was. And I found just by accident, just purely by accident. I didn't even actually look, but I just freaking love a Mexican Santa dress wrapper. Uh, apparently I do. Um, that is my favorite. So, and that, and, and that JFR lunatic hysteria anyway, has, uh, has one of those. So, uh, I bought the Fratello Arlequin was where I was going with that one. Um, you know, I, I think, I think if I used to be one of those types that smoked the same, that the edge Sumatra all the time. And, and I have friends and family members that pretty much smoke the same things over and over and again, uh, and the same, um, just the same things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, you know, you can really like 
Um, I'm not saying this as an endorsement, maybe like a really good, like McDonald's cheeseburger. And that's like your thing. Yeah. But sometimes you're like, man, I could really go for a Wendy's cheeseburger or Burger King or whatever. I don't need a whole lot of cheeseburgers. <laughs> Actually, I like a quarter pounder with cheese every once in a while. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like if yeah. you've, if you've tasted enough stuff, you're like, man, what sounds really good right now, I could really go, go for, Fratello Arlequin, yeah. or I could really go for, I also like a lot of Fratello stuff too. Um, and I think that's one of the advantages of smoking a lot of things is you get to those moods where like, what do I want to do tomorrow? I don't know. But if you have the selection, you can be like, yeah, that, that's what sounds good to me. Yeah. Do you like, uh, do you like smoking more solitude by yourself, headphones in kind of thing? Or do you like more extrovert style around a lounge people, you know, cutting the shit up, stuff like that. Um, contrary to uh, a somewhat popular belief, I am not extroverted. I am very introverted. Um, I can fake it pretty well. So mm-hmm. I I would most likely, if I've got a small group of friends, like three, four, we'll hang out and we'll have a great time. If it gets, if it gets like five people or more, yeah. I'm just going to not say a whole lot. So um, it depends. I would with, you know, with my Kindle or watching uh, something on, on my tablet, streaming Netflix or something like that. I could do either one, but if the crowd gets too big, I'm just going to recess into the background and I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. So I can go either way. Yeah. I feel you on that one. I, I like, I, I think Mark, you and I, we're both small, intimate, yeah. the, the same core people. You know, we you, do. You're playing your yacht rock and just. Uh, Although you and I have sat back here rock. on a lot, we we do listen to music on Thursday nights, <laughs> and we just there's three or four of us who sit back here and just really quietly listen to music. But you and I have sat back here on Saturday with both of us with our noise canceling headphones, a fucking word, and not said a word for six hours to each other and just been quiet, yeah. right? And yeah. that's that's cool. <laughs> Um, there's something comfortable about having a really good friend next to you, but just, just chilling, right? You've got Luke Bryan on. I got some death metal or something in mind. Right. I assume you don't have Luke Bryan on. (laughs) We're just in heaven. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Um, but yes. Yeah. it, It just depends. I can operate in the, uh, in the full group for sure. Um, because I, I have to for work so yeah. I can fake it as you say. Um, and there's times when that's fine, but in general, uh, three or four is about right. I think for any conversation. Um, and, uh, I, I definitely can play with the headphones in or sit and read or, um, just surf the internet and see, and that, and that's the thing that I'm more shocked about myself in the past two years. What I've learned about myself is I thought I was introverted, man. I need to be a social butterfly and that's how I recharge. Like really? I never, I never thought that I thought I recharged by myself with a book, you know, mm. shit like that. I still want it gray and rainy every day, but do. I just want to be around people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, a couple of things I, d- I do want to comment on your cigar list. Um, a couple of my favorites are a couple of your favorites. The Placencia uh, Salomon mm-hmm. in, in is, is such a remarkable cigar and that's that that size in particular is just it's just fire and we've been yeah, talking it's the best vitola 
It is for sure. by far in that cigar. Oh, the Salomon, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. But you you called out, because I'm not a fan of the Milano, and it's like famous that I don't like the Milano. But I do want to say the double Toro or the double Robusto, the double v, v, yeah. is such a great cigar and has been for like 800 years. That cigar is consistent. Mm-hmm. It is meaty and rich and flavorful and burns like a champ. Um, and so, uh, to hear that you uh, like that enough to make box purchases tells me that we probably smoke a lot of the same cigars. So have you had the new, uh, I think it's the Oliva one, three, five Milano. It was a, it was a, it no, and I'll tell you why that like the nub, the Milano nub. No, no, no. This, so this one's like a, um, it's, it's almost like the a, anniversario it, one. It's like the a short perfecto one. shape. Not the one that's like fanned out. In yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's it's kind of like a Figurado. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bought my I bought a box uh for my father in law for Christmas, but I lost the ability. And this sounds so weird. I lost the ability to taste cigars and coffee for like a month and a half because I had Ooh. COVID, mm-hmm. and it's just now starting to come back. Yes. So I bought this box for him, and I'm like, I'm not. The, if, if you share some, thanks. If you don't want to, I'll understand. But um, <laughs> we haven't smoked any because I haven't been able to taste. Everything tastes like a campfire. Ooh. And only in a week or so, which is why I cut down my reviews on, on YouTube down to one week and because I, I lost a backlog of a month and a half. So, no, I, I've not had that one, Aaron. I do uh, plan on having that. I've heard really good things from a variety of people. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't had it yet, though. Yeah, there's definitely, if you, get, if, if you get your hands on one, it's definitely. So I'm going through your list right now um, of cigars you reviewed. And uh, I was I'm, about I, to piss somebody off. And, I, and I'm picking out some of my favorite ones uh, that I like. So the... Uh, you were talking about San Andreas and I just saw that you had the Martinez 45 on there. That's a San Andreas and you, and you, and you, mm-hmm. and you gave it a four out of five. That's, I love, I love that cigar so much. And then the, uh, the crazy like shape wise, I don't know what size you had, but the, uh, the Quesada Casa Magna, um, was that the one that was like that weird oval kind of like a squished, squished one? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. That's right. I yeah. like I like that one too. Yeah. So you have I mean you have a wide there's tons on here. Uh so yeah, definitely so, and some good reviews. I was mm-hmm. noticing that too. Like you reviewed interesting cigars. Mm-hmm. Well, le- before we get into the site cuz I want to spend a good amount of time on that. We always ask what's your most memorable mm-hmm. cigar? So I'm, let's I'm, jump, I'm jumping the gun. You're jumping, jumping the gun. Jumping the gun. Jumping the gun. So we always ask most memorable cigar. It doesn't have to be the best cigar you ever smoked. It could be like the people you smoked it with or the situation you smoked it in. Um, I will, I will try to quickly give you four actually. Okay. I do love this, this Placencia we keep talking about because it's an expensive cigar at, I think it was $23 at the time. And I've remembered it years later and it is the benchmark against this cigar i judge every other 20 plus cigar against okay so that one's mes- memorable the um we were talking about the milanio i had i have mixed i have su- i have dozens of them i smoked one on a saturday morning with some friends in albuquerque new mexico and it was the perfect combination of just caramel and latte and most of them aren't that good 
And I think some of their production is rushed and they need to be aged. But that was a very memorable, very delicious cigar. Another one that's memorable was the CLE Prieto. Just I, I put it on one of my top lists just because it was memorable. It was like a ginger snap cookie. Very memorable. Pretty good cigar as well. And then I'll tell you the final one that I will bring up. And I think it was... I think it was the Perdomo champagne that convinced me that light cigars weren't all bad. So that's four for you. It's more than what you asked for. But as we were talking before we hit the record button, sometimes memorable is better mm-hmm. than just good. Yeah. So I give you a good one. I gave you a memorable one or two good ones or yeah. There yeah. you go. That's, that's, that's the list. That's four for people to look up yeah. and, and maybe try and, um, yeah, I do a, vi- a wide variety of stuff from the clubs that I'm a part of, and that gives me, you know, an expanded palette or a library of content. Let's, <laughs> let's start with reviews, and then I want to talk about Cigar Score as a, as, a, as a bigger entity. But you do a lot of reviews. So <clears throat> let's start with what, what your sort of – I don't know, mindset is, or I don't want to, methodology is the wrong word. You can tell I'm a, uh, whatever, but, um, what, what, what is your, what is your mindset about behind your reviews? What are you going for? What's, what's your approach to your reviews? Um, both um, how you select cigars and how you review them and what you present. All right. I will answer your question with a question first. Aaron, do you work hard for your money? Yes. Mark, do you work hard for your money? In general, yes. Yes, no, I work I work very hard <laughs> for my money. It's not a trick question. <laughs> no, I do. I do. Mo works hard for no, her Mo- money. <laughs> yes. That's that's a that's a better question. His wife works for me. That's why he he provided that answer. So No, he, most people most people would say yes, whether they make a lot of money or a little money, whether they're out there uh, blue collar, white collar. Most people would say they work really hard for their money. Uh, I know I work as an entrepreneur. I have to uh, claw for every dollar that I bring into my my businesses. So the motivation behind my reviews is to be fair to the person out there who works hard for their money. They sit down and they pull up a cigar score review, and they're like, "If Ellery likes it, I'm going to spend my hard earned money to buy that cigar too." So that's that's the motivation. I don't know if it sounds sappy or whatever, but I know people work hard for their money. So if I'm out there and I'm like, yeah, uh, so-and-so paid me to do this cigar review, so I'm going to give it a, a five out of five. Mm-hmm. You know, Aaron's out there busting his ass, working hard, and he gets home at the end of the shift. He pulls up cigarscore.com slash reviews and, or cigar reviews. And, you know, he's like, yeah, but Ellery's lying to me. He, he is sponsored by so-and-so and he's give so-and-so they, you know, five-star reviews all the time. Um, I, it's, uh, it's odd to me to say, or to hear people say in the comment section, I'm waiting to smoke this for when you do your review. Cause I want to smoke it while I'm watching your review. That's weird as shit. And other people are like, I'm going to buy this or I'm not going to buy this based on your review. Mm-hmm. So, how am I going to, you know, we haven't met in person, you guys, but let's say I come up to your lounge and you're like, hey, man, I, you know, nice to meet you. Oh, you're the guy who gave me that shit review. That's, that cigar sucked and I wasted, 
you know, 150 bucks. And I thought it was terrible. And then I realized that so-and-so had, had given you, you know, a thousand dollars to promote their product. I don't want that. Yeah. Um, and some people will agree with that method. Some people won't. I pay personally, I pay for about 98, 99% of the cigars that I get. I do get some like, Hey, we want, we mm -hmm. want to talk to you about this, but I've started saying I might not like it. Mm -hmm. So no, that's totally fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, everybody's, everybody's different, but to answer your question, I, I, uh, I'll give you a different answer as well. And it has to do with search engine optimization and wanting to get traffic back to the website. That's why I started doing the cigar reviews. Uh, but no, I do. I, I didn't want a hundred point scale. Most people are like, Oh yeah, I got a 90, 92. Well, really the scale is 90 to a hundred. So a 92 is a dog rocket. So don't talk about that. Um, so I didn't want that. It's just simple. If it's a five, I'm going to go out of my way to tell people, mm -hmm. Hey, this is something you really got to check out. If it's a one, I'm going to go out of my way to say, you really don't want to waste your money on this. So it's just an honest conversation. Um, I'm pretty, I, I have a little bit of camera skill. So if something's burning unevenly or you get a canoe or a tunnel or something like that, I'll try to show that on camera to try to remove personal opinion out of review, mm -hmm. out of the review as much as possible. But I just want to be able to say, like, yeah, I really like this. And Aaron, Mark, I think you guys will like this. And audience, I think you guys will like this cigar. If you don't, I understand. But I can at least feel good about making that recommendation. So yeah. that's kind of the approach to the reviews that I try to take is would I recommend this to a friend or not? Yeah. Someone I actually want to see again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, with, uh, you know, with <laughs> dealing with cigars, it's it's a handmade product. If something doesn't rank high, do you go back to it to see if maybe you just had a bad peach? You know, if you had the tunneling, you had the canoe or something like that, do you travel, do you go back around it lit, lit enough time, try to smoke out of it a different box and then go back to it and, re, and adjust your review or keep, or steep, um, or keep with the original? I have a series, which there are not actually all that many of them because uh, time, um, but I did start a second chance reviews where I went back and smoked some cigars that were really bad the first time, or they were really good. And maybe I got whatever the opposite of a lemon is, you know, yeah. just, just super good. There was good feedback on that. But like I said, I just, I just ran, ran out of time. Yeah. And while I would love to have the budget to buy three sticks and just give you my overall opinion and average of the three, mm -hmm. I don't have time for that. Um, I don't have the budget. For, I mean, the cigar, that would have cost me 50 bucks today yeah, to right. do that. And I bought them, you know, and there's a third reason. Everybody, I, I When you do a review, and I'm sure you guys, uh, if you're not there already, as the, as the podcast grows, you're going to get people that really don't like you. Yeah. They're going to get the hate mail, and the, you're going <laughs> to piss people off. And inevitably, with cigar reviews, you're going to insult somebody's favorite. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, yes. So, uh, you know, so that in my point in, in bringing that up is somebody's going to judge me and my show based on their first impression Yeah, world we live in. So I don't, like I said, I don't have the time or the budget or, well, I mean, I got other shit to do Yeah, yeah. then to smoke three of the same thing. I mean, what am I going to smoke three at the same time or back to back or wait a week or, I don't know. Uh, so no, I, I generally only smoke one and 
that's that's the one shot and i think customers are that way too like like yeah. if you really hated that crux limitado the first time are you going to buy it again tomorrow or are you going to go to something else go to something else yeah well, well, sucks still... if you got a it sucks if you got a limb in but i mean mm -hmm. it's quality why, control quality control it's why i'm still known on the herf as the guy who doesn't like nova because i had the one nova for a show for a show where we did a review on Nova and mine came unwound and exploded. And you were generous. And I was when I panned it because <laughs> it didn't smoke. And you know, and I feel the same way with what was our, out of the collective whole last week, probably the number one from the, from the general populace was the Yagwe. Yeah. Everybody I, loves the Yagwe. I do not like that cigar. And I have my own attributes why I don't like it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just. Well, that was, I mean, it, that's in, you know, handmade product, mm -hmm. that, that Nova, which I think other people liked mm -hmm. and people talked about how great it was. And that cigar for me could not have been a worse experience. And it was, it was just, I think to a large degree for my one experience, which I'm the only time I'm going to smoke that cigar. Yeah. It came unwound, it exploded, and it, it stopped burning halfway through. Yeah. Pretty much an unpleasant experience. And it was like a petite Corona or something. Right, too, it right? was. Yeah. And it was fairly pricey. And um, you just go, and I'm not going back $20. there. dollars yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going back there. Light this now, Jefferson on fire. <clears throat> Geo sent me one of the 484, or he sent me five of them, of the 484 uh, Novas, because mm -hmm. that experience was so bad, it, I swore off all Novas. Yeah. Um, just because it's like, uh, it's, it's like that. It's like that cigar kicked your dog in front of you. It did you're, uh, for the record. And I really, really like dogs. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and he sent me the 404, which was a really good, is a really, really good cigar. And I like that cigar. Um, so, you know, I'll give it another chance, yeah. but I mean, I wasn't like looking to give it another chance. <clears throat> you know, if um, I understand CAs like double blind, whatever, whatever, um, you know, I don't know that that produces any better results. Um, I want to know your honest read of one cigar. That's, I think that's fine. Yeah. If, if you have a canoeing experience and all that stuff, I take that into account, right? Mm -hmm. Cause I understand, listen, I've had canoes on the Inyehos mm -hmm. and it's been an unpleasant experience. I mean, it's one of the great cigars ever made, but it's a handmade product. Yeah. Sometimes they explode. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Totally agree. I'm, that that I'm, Nova yeah, Platinum, though, that, that fucker <laughs> had it out for me. Dog rocket. <laughs> yes, it was. That one that I smoked. I don't know about the others. But, I mean, that's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you got to smoke, like, a whole yeah. box of them to get, like, an average. And then you're going, what, what the hell am I doing? I yeah. have, like, I have to eat. <laughs> I mean, it is like a salad. It, it leaves. No? Okay. Well, you know, like... If life's too short to smoke bad cigars, how how much longer does life need to be to smoke like three or four to find one you like? Yeah. Right, right. And try to find no. an excuse to give it an average score. That's all you're looking for at that point is you're finding a way to, to make everything average. Well, I don't want everything average. Smoke one cigar. Tell me what you think, yeah. right? Give me your reasoning so that I can judge, right? Because you may say it's a really great cigar because I like this flavor and that flavor, and I could say, I don't really like that flavor and that flavor. And so while I enjoyed the review, uh -huh. and it's not just a cigar, I'm going to 
at the top, or I don't really like it because I get this flavor and that flavor. Oh, those are really flavors that I like, so maybe I'll give it a chance. But if you describe why, I can make an intelligent decision off of somebody's palate because I've seen several reviews yeah. that I can get to know and, 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 and trust. It's like, I mean, whenever I smoke something new for the first time, I don't, I don't want to read anybody's review first. I'll smoke Kevin's. it, take my notes. And then, like, I'll, I'll search out there, see if they smoked it, to see if, like, I at least got the same flavor notes. If I'm on the right track, if, like, okay, they're picking up sure. buttery on this, and I am too. Like, okay, cool. My, I have, you know, my, my stuff is working. That's the... Your stuff is working. <laughs> this is all this glorious facial shit that I got. This it's, facial it's, stuff? It's, it's working wow, properly. you're really on fire tonight. So do you know how many reviews you've done on, on Cigar Score? Because um, you've done a lot. So, I mean, I know you've slowed down recently uh, due to <clears throat> COVID, but how many how many reviews overall have you done? Um, I could tell you probably pretty close, which tab. It's, uh, we do two a year. Uh, sorry, two per week. Every week of the year, so I think it's closing in about three hundred and seventy. Wow. That seems low, though. <laughs> Let me see if I can give you a hard number. If you really, no, I mean that's a lot. Is that not a lot? Is that yeah? That's, that's a, a lot. No, that's a lot. So, do you have any reviews in particular that stand out to you? Like they were memorable, you know, for for the cigar or for any, you know, a couple that were like particularly memorable? Well, like I said before, you know, you got the, like the Prieto, that was memorable because like, whoa, this is really something that I wasn't expecting. Um, sometimes a budget cigar comes through and you're like, hey, I, yeah. this this cigar, like I did a review of a, a Perdomo just a few weeks ago, Perdomo, uh, maybe it was one of the Habanos, and I was like, I bet this is like an eight or nine dollar cigar, and it came in at like seven fifty. So that was kind of surprising. Okay. Um, so as far as let's see, I've got four hundred and fifty seven published pieces of content, but that also includes unboxing videos. Okay. So actually, cool. I could probably give you if you if it, if anybody's actually curious, but it's it's uh, reviews three hundred and seventy eight. Cigar score is is more than just reviews because you have like um, uh, you have other you have the unboxings you have other stuff. So what's we've talked about the reviews and I, I've enjoyed that part of the conversation. But cigar score is more than that. So what's the the mission, the goal? What what you know? Walk me through what you were trying to create when you created cigar score. What's the what what's your what's your intent uh, of that? Sure. Cigar Score was built to help people find a good place to go buy and have a cigar. That was in Minnesota. And if anybody out there is in Minnesota, I was in Prior Lake and I was there um, October, November, no, <laughs> end of October, all of November and the first two weeks of December. And it's cold. <laughs> it's very cold. So, so no outside smoking for you, huh? Um, not no, there wasn't. Um, I think that actually, side note, the coldest I, coldest I've ever sat outside and have a cigar. I think I have a photo of a 
of it being of me, me being outside and it was 26 degrees and that's just Oof. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was trying to find a good place to have a cigar and we were at an RV RV resort that was on the property of a casino up there. And I wanted to go all the casinos I'd ever been to. You can go and have a cigar. So I wanted to go and have a cigar and they were like, yeah, not really. And I went to their smoke shop and I said, you guys don't have cigars. She's like, yeah, we actually, we outlawed or we, uh, we banned cigars seven years ago, but you can chain smoke cigarettes all that you want. So even inside the casino, they didn't want you to smoke a cigar, which kind of baffles me, but the, I had to find a place. And if you go to Google maps, if you go to Yelp, you're going to get gas stations that sell Swisher Sweets in Colorado and California. You're going to get weed. You're going to get head shops, smoke shops, all this other stuff. So I've, I've built a bunch of websites. One of my businesses is web development. We do marketing, email marketing, landing pages, all that kind of stuff. And I've been doing uh, websites since about 2010. And I was on a call with some with uh, with a mastermind, if you guys know that term, with a mastermind of mine, and we we're trying to figure out how to do something with cigars, and and what you see now is not what what my initial idea was, but what Cigar Score is, I wanted to be able to find some place that you could sm- buy and smoke premium cigars. I don't do weed, I don't vape, I don't do anything like you know, smoke cigarettes, just premium cigars, and a lot of cigar smokers are like that. And mm-hmm. I found a couple places and I just started building the platform from there. And it took almost a year to get all of the listings that we have. And we're still adding some new, but the bottom line, it, our, our business purpose is not to do cigar reviews. That's what I mentioned before about SEO. I wanted re- other reasons mm-hmm. for people to come back to the platform and, and links talking about cigars were just, um, you know, depending on your knowledge of SEO, it's, it's links back, it's backlinks, right? So be able to go on, find, uh, not have to rely on Google maps, not have to rely on Yelp, not have to sift through gas stations mm-hmm. and find a good place to enjoy a cigar. We have features where you can, you know, free Wi-Fi. With TVs, without TVs, comfortable seating. You can rate people. You can rate each lounge. Like, is the staff friendly? Do they have a good humidor selection? So it's also a crowdsourced kind of platform. Like we're talking about the awards at the top of the show, where you can go in, you can upload photos and leave reviews for your favorite listings to um, to tell other people this is a great place or don't go there. And that's one of the pivots that we had to make. Originally was I thought I was going to be I thought I was going to build this for the lounge owners and help them get publicity and help them get online, which this was before COVID. So now the ones I don't want I'm not arrogant enough or to say all the ones that ignored me are out of business because that's not totally true. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the ones who didn't pivot to online and, you know, hey, the Internet is not a fad. Mm -hmm. A lot of them did go out of business. So I thought I was going to be giving providing them a service and I was wrong. The service is actually to the cigar smoker, which has given me also kind of unique abilities to be more neutral and fair and say this is good and this isn't without having to worry about an advertiser of some sort 
even though the lounge owners can claim their listing for free and it's only right now it's only 500 bucks a year to have a premium listing that has all your social media links you know you can add all you can, you can customize your your total page mm -hmm. but it's really to serve the 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 cigar smoker to say hey is this a cool is this place well lit or whatever you're looking for and for me it's can i go there get some work done with wi-fi yeah um is my wife going to feel comfortable going there and hanging out and we're we're talking or chatting or, or having a drink or or not you know so it's the the purpose of cigar score is to like our tagline says is to truly be the best place to find and then rate where to smoke cigars did i see long-winded answer nope that's a great answer did i see restaurants on there as well no Yes, yeah, so we have three. Uh, well, yes and no. Yes, it's a smaller category, harder to verify, but it's restaurants that are friendly to cigars. Okay, oh, great um, idea. Yeah, I mean, that's, so I mean, that's, that, a, that, that's the smallest category. And that, I, but that's something that a lot of people here, like Little Rock, on. Little Rock has some some pretty good selection of cigar friendly. Yeah bars and outdoor, outdoor patio no, seating and stuff some, like that. And that's some, what you, in a lot of places, that's what yeah. people like going there more than a lounge or a neighborhood shop. They like to go to a place where they can get a bite to eat yeah. as well, along with a drink and stuff like that. So I, I totally dig that. That's awesome. Well, when I moved to little rock, it's whew, seven, seven years ago, seven years ago. The first thing I did, cause I'm originally from Illinois. So I Googled cigar shops down here the first two places I found were vape shops mm -hmm. in uh, <clears throat> less than desirable locations for my wife and myself who were looking. And then we went and saw P&T, which is one of my favorite shops mm -hmm. because they have a great selection um, and not a great spot for me to, I want a lounge and I like a lot of the things that you like. I want to sit, I want Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want comfortable chairs. I want my wife to come sit with me. I want, I want a comfortable location and stumbled across the last cigar shop on the list, which was West End, which is where we're sitting right now. Sat down, sat next to Red and Brandon the first time. I think there were three chairs because it had just opened yeah, like in the front. And you came in when we were open for a week or so. Yeah. And Paula and I, Paula is my wife, um, sat in front with those two. And uh, I think Brandon gave up his seat, and we so we sat and talked to Red. And Paula said, "I guess we're moving to Little Rock." Because to be honest with you, it was in it was in doubt because like yeah. you're going if there's no place to smoke here, Little Rock's better than Illinois about smoking outside. But yeah, it, listen, it's it's going to snow tomorrow, <laughs> so <clears throat> you know I need a place to smoke and yeah. I need a place to buy cigars because I'm a big local B and M guy, um, and so. I love the idea of Cigar Score. And I was I was looking around at places that I knew. So locations that I know. Minnesota in particular, I've been, my corporate headquarters of the company I work for is up there. Mm -hmm. So I feel your pain because I've been up there. It is, um, there are, <clears throat> and their rules are terrible. Mm -hmm. and But their shops the are really are good. High. Taxes yeah. are high. Yeah. But there's there's some shops up there that are, solid like really good shops nice shops but you it's mm -hmm. hard to find them like you have to know like it's like a secret triple knock club to know where the shops are up there because they don't want you to know not the shops don't but like yeah. the advertising is brutal we talked about 
you know, internet advertising for cigars, but they don't want you, you know, the people who, who are in control up there, not talking politics, but they, you know, it's hard to advertise those places. Yeah. And so, um, just in general. And so, um, I love this idea. I mean, yeah. I think it's just, it's fantastic because you go to Yelp or you go any of those places and they just, there's not, we don't cigar smokers for some reason do not use those reviews. Well, and, 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 and what I like too, is that it's, it's user, it's user reviews. It's people, it's not bots. It's people who are uploading. Yeah. The reviews their, were, reviews were, are real. Were interesting. And yeah. I thought on point, um, yeah. and you could tell they were people who yeah. shared my values. Yeah. So, so well, there so, was, there's a difference between like catering to cigar smokers and being like made for cigar smokers and exactly. cigar stores definitely built for and made by cigar smokers. Quick story. I watched in a review of a, a humidor and the, uh, there were slats, you know, to let airflow in on this humidor. And I don't know the exact measurement, but I will tell you that the slats were exactly 38 ring gauge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, something a cigar smoker would notice. Yeah, It's yeah. not just like, Hey, we bought a bunch of boxes of cigars and we're going to turn around and sell them. Right. It's do just like what you're talking about. I want to, I want to be able to bring my wife there and we're going to either a have the option to sit and catch up at the end of the day, or maybe we're here for a few friends, or maybe I'm going to bring a client you know, there's things and, and that's what we, we we speak the language of cigars. We say Vitola instead of size. Usually I say both because not mm -hmm. everybody knows what a Vitola is. But, you know, we, we use the, the vocabulary. We talk about things from a different perspective, whereas um, I would love to have a business the size of Yelp, um, you right. know, and the money that's associated with it. But uh, we're we are a. A there's not, I mean, there's a lot of cigar smokers, but there's not that many, mm -hmm. you know, compared to restaurants out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, compared to the overall population, it's pretty small. So being able to uh, relate to cigar smokers, we can talk about things. You can say, Oh, what about this one? This one? Oh, is it this? And you know, there's an instant because we, we speak in the same language yeah. and hopefully that comes through in what we're doing. Um, my background's also in technology, so we try to leverage a lot of the technology things that I have learned and, and put into place um, in other businesses. So it's fun, but it's it's a lot of work, and it's like I said, it's it's to help people find and rate where to smoke cigars. Well, you know, you you said you're not as big as Yelp, but Yelp at one point was this size, so you know yeah. what's yeah. out there. So. Yeah, it is, um, uh, and and it's yeah, that's definitely true. And cigar smokers are a small, but we're a we're a persistent group. We're yeah, we're, I mean, <laughs> it, we're it's like uh, yeah. the what the just the hue. I don't even know how to how to describe it. the The culture of cigar smokers, brother leaf, sister leaf, doesn't matter what you are we are loyal to the leaf first and foremost, and we will do anything in our power to prop up, you know, the, the person that we're trying to help along the way. And you're doing that as well. And so that's just, that's, that's just awesome to see. Like, so I, I you, you, 
did you, did you you had stickers in an LCC box at one point? Did you not? <laughs> sure did. So I yep. think the very yep. first I box did. that I got had your sticker on it because it's actually your sticker is actually on my ash can outside because every sticker I get in the box, I put it on there. So I remember, I think I'm pretty sure it was one of the very first boxes that I got. So this was late 19, I believe maybe middle 19. I I don't remember exactly when, but the, one of the very first boxes that I got had that on there. And I was like, Oh, what is this? It was, it was cool because it was, you know, it had their normal stag sticker, but then also that one. So was that worth my marketing money? You know, I, I still see it all the time when I sit outside having a cigar. Right. It's on my it's on my ash can. I, every cigar I smoke or every every sticker I get, I put on that ash can. Aaron's so a big sticker guy. I'm a, so. I'm a huge sticker guy. So it is, you know, it's left Good. a mark on this side. It's left a mark on me. So, and you got to think how many boxes they, I mean, we, we talk to them. They they ship out a, a lot of boxes. A and, box or two. And, and then, you know, it was a little, it was smaller crowd than what it is now. But, you know. There's people out there who still have that sticker who have gone to that website mm-hmm. that you don't know about that it's it, they've got a hands on it somehow. But yeah, so that that's that was my yeah. first introduction to you as the not you personally but you as cigar score was through that. Huh. We did we've done stickers with them. We did stickers in uh the NFG event from Underground in Fort Worth. Um to uh no it's 20 2020 they're about to have their next one we sent we sent like 650 stickers to an event in miami and we sent them like february of 2020 mm-hmm. and I, I didn't get them back i didn't really ask i just figured hopefully they would use them you know for their next event but yeah cigar smokers like stickers i'm not much of a sticker person oddly enough but um, yeah, oddly good, enough, neither they're am good I. little business cards. <laughs> yeah, Aaron yeah. loves stickers, so we have a ton of stickers, and I am not a sticker guy. I have a a drawer for all the stickers <laughs> in my desk, um, much like you. Every uh, every new computer I get, yeah, that they, shit is covered uh, the I next know. day, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you got to think I'm yeah, covered in tattoos, head and toes. Everything doors. I want is covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes sense. I you should put stickers on yourself. <laughs> I do. They're just more permanent. But they like they do. They do stand as a as a business card mm-hmm. um, of sorts. Yep. Yeah. Because um, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, with whenever I get a business card, like I've I've handed out dozens of business cards. Lord knows where they, where those are. But you hand me a sticker, that shit's going on something I carry That's all true. the time. So. Well, I have business cards at home. Good I'm in know. IT That's- as well, and I have business cards stacked. And so when somebody says, do you need, um, I need a guy from Oracle. And then I go searching through my business cards and I have like seven Oracle guys. So probably five of them don't work at Oracle anymore, <laughs> but uh, I have business cards. They all go to landlines. They you do. know, with, with all this internet stuff though, you know what? I've kind of almost reverted back to appreciating the business card because it means, it means I've actually met you. Yep. I mean, I meet so many people. I've got, I don't know, hundreds or thousands of people on LinkedIn. I used to just accept everybody. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I don't give a shit about LinkedIn. Yeah. And especially since I'm not in corporate America anymore. And I try not to accept friend requests, but I have people that I've never met. Uh, but this business card, I will, uh, I will, 
hide out who it is, but well, if it's audio, yeah. nobody can hear, nobody can see, but I actually met this guy. Yeah. He's the, uh, I don't know, manager, owner of a lounge and I met him. Yeah. So it's kind of like, Hey, it, it means something more to me than it did yeah. even like five years ago when, you know, and if the, and I and I saw the card, I won't, I won't say the name, but if that's the lounge in Dallas, that's one of the places where I go to when I travel to Dallas. So, yeah. So I, yeah. I learned a trick. Um, there's like I am corporate America. four of them. Mm-hmm. So and I write notes on the back of business cards. So I have a bunch of business cards with notes on the back of them about things about them. You know, didn't like I think Michael Scott <laughs> did that in an episode of Office. Like he wrote like. The kids, like the the person's kids' names, and yeah, I've seen have little an- anecdotes about about that. Well, and that that would be great. Um, I write <laughs> like in this part of the business, like you know, in charge yeah. of the ETL department or yeah. whatever. Good for getting quotes on this tool or whatever, so that I have notes, right? Things that matter to me. So everybody who's listening to us, they can go to your website, find their home lounge, and give them a review. Give them an honest review. And yeah. they can, you know, get that word they spread sign out to, up. to everywhere else. Because you also have forums. You also have forums. You should sign up, definitely. Um, I encourage that. Um, by the way, the interwebs just came yes. back up. Good. Our internet's back Yeah, up. so, it, excellent. Um, yeah, so it, it automatically will try to pull your phone. It's not an app, so let's address that just real quick. You can't add smoking apps to the i the iPhone nope, store, nope. the Apple store. So, period. You just can't. They kicked them all out. Um, you can on Google, but either way, you have to play by their rules. Yeah. You want to get something new published, or if they change the rule with CigarScore.com, it should. It's .com CigarScore.com. If you go in your browser, you type it in, and it should function like mm-hmm. a app. There's buttons. We try to reduce the number of text links. So there's a lot of buttons on there. You can you can stick them with your thumb while you're holding a cigar and all that kind of stuff. But what it does for everybody for people who have not yet um, gone there while listening to this episode, uh, it pulls up your phone's location. Sometimes it's accurate. Sometimes it's not, depending on which cell tower you're connected to. Like somewhere out here in the middle of East Texas, sometimes it puts me in um, in, in in Arkansas. Sometimes it puts me in Longview, and I'm in neither one of those places. So it um, it pulls up your phone's location, and you can see if there's anything near you. If that doesn't work, you can type in the name of your favorite location. You just got to clear out. I think this is where people are ha- having issues. You got to take the location out if you're going to um, – like pull up the lounge name because if that lounge name isn't where your phone thinks you are, mm-hmm. you're going to get no results. Um, on the the next page, you can actually filter by how many miles you're willing to drive and stuff like that. But you can definitely go in and, and find your local lounge and leave them a review. Tell people what you like. And honestly, and I've had a lot of discussions with lounge owners and business owners about this. Don't just do all five stars. If they deserve it, fine, do it. That's great. But all five stars are less believable by other people. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to help the lounge, don't give them a five-star review unless you have a description that says anytime I need whatever it's, you know, if it, explain it. A more believable review statistically is like, you know, a four mid fours. And it sucks for the lounge owner. Cause you're like, man, my place is great. 
but it's more believable when you say uh, the parking sucks, but everybody inside is great. Mm-hmm. And that turns into a four, four star review or their prices are high, but they've got a great selection, but we're in a high tax state four stars. So I'm not saying you got to not give a five star, but I, you just see everybody on every category is five stars all the way down. I, we approve them because we're not, you know, going to censor somebody yeah free speech yay but it's just like to me it it does not seem to do uh it does not seem honest because nobody is perfect yeah so yes leave a review upload photos um join the forums because i mean everybody every day it seems like somebody's like i'm out of facebook jail and they really didn't even say anything crazy so we try to create the forums where people can go in functions similar to facebook but it's owned by us Again, for smokers, by cigar smokers, and I'm sure there's will come a day when we have to uh, ban somebody. But you know, go in and share what you want to share. Freedom of speech, we're all for that right. within reason, I guess. Right. Um, and so we're trying to trying to serve the community that with that way that way as well. It's not actually a challenge, but you know, be you know. Be respectful, but you know, it's not a challenge to challenge to say the most outlandish thing, but, uh, it's nice to have a place where you can go have an honest conversation about cigars. Yeah. And so I just, I just picked a random place. I don't even know what state I'm in. Um, smoking cave cigar lounge, and you can see eight reviews on there and each, each one has, uh, has a rating on there. And then you're also able to like me, the consumer can then. How was the review? Interesting. LOL. Love. So it, it, it gives an interaction where you can see multiple people reviews. Um, so what, where was this at? This is in Colorado. So I've never been there. But now I know if I want to go to Colorado, I have, you know, three pages worth of Colorado shops that I can I can potentially go to and everything. So, yeah, yeah I love that. You can plan your trip. No places to avoid. Um, that kind of stuff. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. It'd be really nice to have like a, a billion dollar software budget, like mm-hmm. some of the people out there that we've, we've already mentioned. Um, but we're, we're a small business too. We're an online business, but we're a small business, just like most of the people, yeah. uh, and lounge owners out there. Um, uh, we don't have this big old budget. We haven't been around for 20 years. We've been around, I think long enough to have a good track record. We're not going to go away tomorrow, which is a lot of the questions. Like if I advertise or if I pay to upgrade my listing, are you going to be around in six months or a year? Well, we just, uh, we are just over three years old and I have businesses coming to me wanting to know about our directory because we're the largest cigar lounge directory now i didn't that wasn't ever the goal but i've had multiple people they're like hey i need to know what lounges are within you know x number of miles can i buy a part of your database yeah so anyway um we don't we're we are a small company and we're trying to help other small companies um do things that other companies aren't allowing them to do like promoting stuff on facebook or ranking first in Google or spending money on online advertising. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to get Google to take your money when you have, <laughs> when you're talking about tobacco. Yeah. So, yeah. So everybody <clears throat> go to cigar, cigar find your home shop, 
find a shop you've traveled to when you went out of state, give it a review, help the other cigar smokers out there be the voice for the people because we need it. You do. I'm looking at all the shops in Illinois. You boy, you have a ton of shops in Illinois. We try. You ever been to Rockford, Illinois? I have been to Rockford, Illinois. I grew up in Central Illinois. Been to Rudy's Cigars? I've not been to Rudy's Cigars. It is in Love's Park, technically, but right there by by uh, Rockford. But it's about fifty minutes northwest of Chicago. And I built part of Cigar Score at Rudy's Cigars. Mike Valletta's the owner. He's from Buffalo, New York, went, moved out there. And, oh, my gosh, I spent so many hours and so much money at his shop uh, when we were traveling through there. Um, but, yeah, lots lots in Illinois, even though there's uh, lots of tax on tobacco in yeah, Illinois. Yeah, no, I'm uh, hyper aware <laughs> of that. So let's say a, a owner of a shop has a shop, but they aren't listed on here. Do they contact you directly? How do they get their shop onto, onto the listings? There is, I think under our about page, I'm trying not to open too many tabs to save on our uh, <laughs> bandwidth for the call. Um, but there should be up in the top menu, uh, maybe under about us or definitely down in the footer menu, like add a listing or add a business, something like that. Okay. And if you are just like an average you're just a, a smoker in the community. It's really just a few questions okay. and it's tell us what it's called, where it is. Can you smoke there? Can you buy there? Is it a restaurant, you know, upload a photo and we'll, we'll take it from there. If you actually own the place, it asks a few more questions, um, you know, cause you should know those things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we want, we, so, someone told me uh, a brand owner told me how many, I won't, I won't talk about it here. But he told me then how many cigar premium cigar retailers there were in the United States. We don't have all of them, but we have more than anybody else. Mm. Um, so we we if, if you if you find one that's missing and it deserves to be on there, please let us know. Our goal is to have 100 mm. percent, but I'm not everywhere. Yeah. You know, we do our homework, we do our research. But I mean, I was just at Wild Cigars in in Burleson, Texas. And they opened on December 17th or 27th, 27th, 17th. Like they're brand new. So I got to, I I need people's help um, so that we can go in and verify that they, they should be on our site. Cause just cause you sell cigars doesn't mean you're going to be on there either. Yeah. Right. So awesome. Awesome. It's gotta be a great place. Great place. Good. Good. Yeah. I I love it. You know, it, it has, there's something for everything, you know, pulling down the menu, you got forums, browse, cigar review, store, about, sign up, definitely check it out. And then, you know, again, thanks to you, we were able to get our name out there and, yep. you know, won, a, won an award. So, so let's I, talk about, there were six categories. Let's wrap with this. There mm-hmm. were six categories in this year's awards. Um, we've talked about two of them, the podcast, which were, where there were 10 candidates and there were good ones, mm-hmm. right? And we, um, and there was Retailer, which LCC, one of our favorites, mm-hmm. uh, won. But what were the other? I know Personality was one of them. Who who won that one? Matt Booth. 
That it's is boofy, a, baby. Yeah, <laughs> that boofy. choice is um, is is so obvious <laughs> when you say it out loud. So, what were the other three categories? Um, uh, just so we had retailer, brand, show, and um, favorite cigar personality. So four. Let's let's tease this. If you want to know, the video's cool. Yeah. So um, we'll post a link to the video well, and to cigarscore.com. Um, comes with, obviously, Cigar Score comes fully recommended by both Aaron and I. So we're mm-hmm. going to post the link to that. Um, the video is is great. Um, I think the reviews are fantastic. And mm-hmm. I know you're doing it to drive, uh, drive uh, connections. The shop reviews are um, amazing. Because I'm looking through shops that I know that aren't West End and all those. Mm-hmm. I've been around a little bit because I'm old. Um, and the reviews are, there are really honest reviews. I was looking at the one you pointed me to, Rudy's. Mm-hmm. And there was, <clears throat> I know what the tax situation is in Illinois. But one of the guys did exactly what you said. Said, great shop, owner was great, friendly, here's what the selection was like. Prices were a little high. <laughs> I can explain why. Yeah, Texas suck in Illinois, yeah. right? And here's why, and, and and explained it. Talked about you know overall the the lounge setup. I would feel comfortable. Was that my to, was that my review? Was it? Um, and it might have been. Um, but I know what the setup is, so I can go in there. Um, that makes me feel comfortable knowing what I got, right? I'm not going to walk in. I'm not going to be surprised by sh- prices. I'm not going to be surprised by prices in Illinois mm-hmm. in general, but I'm also going to feel comfortable knowing what I'm getting, right? So, um, you know, that makes me, you know, when I'm I'm visiting there and need to visit the shop, I know that's a, that's worth the trip, right? Yeah, and I, I love Rudy's. I mean, that box that we were talking about, the Oliva 135th anniversary, whenever I couldn't find them, my normal roots, I called up Mike, the owner of Rudy's Cigars, and I said, Mike, can you help me get this? And he got them and shipped them to me for in time for Christmas to give to my father-in-law. But to that point we were making earlier, he's, his rating is a 4.4 out of 5. Right. And so it's not – five all all five stars uh, and just like you're saying um i won't go through and try to read all of these reviews but like this is good this could be better right. this is and that and to me that's an that's an honest review because one of mine is that and there's a third at the time a 36 percent tobacco tax before you get to sales tax mm-hmm. right so 44 percent of the price of your gar cigar is going to the government I mean, that's worth noting in a review, in my opinion. On wholesale. Yeah. 36% in Illinois on the wholesale price yeah. before the manu- before the local retailer touches, touches it. it. Yeah. And yeah. It's that's stupid. It's stupid. Right. And it's just crazy. And every state is different. Utah is the worst, right? Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of states that California is brutal, right? But it's... Important to realize what is the retailers under what's under the retailers control and what's not. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, I think it's important to well, know. And that. just think Arkansas used to be there, but now we're capped at 75 cents. Right. So Arkansas is now on the other end of I the know. spectrum where we're, we're on the lower, we're one of the lowest in on, on tobacco tax on I cigars. Know. We're so. fairly lucky. So. Good. Right. Good. 
So yeah, thanks for for endorsing that. <laughs> yeah, no, the cap is <laughs> is a big deal because it makes um, high end cigars because thirty six percent on a Placencia is brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know what a what that album Fuerte would cost up there. It would. Well, I, I mean, think about surely it. twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, no, easy because you would figure it's probably an eleven dollar, twelve dollar wholesale cigar. So it's probably a four or five dollar tax. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I remember going into a shop in Minneapolis, and I was like nine dollars for a Rocky Patel Edge. Are you <laughs> <Yeah>. kidding me? <laughs> right. No, it's 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 and, crazy. Well, I'd never really bought cigars outside of Texas before, so I didn't really know that uh, this, the tobacco tax was different. Yeah, I walked in. I was like, oh, my gosh, this cigar should be like half this price. Yep. And it's because it's because of, of taxes. So, yep. um, yeah, that's uh, that's a great reason to, to leave a review. But that's one of those caveats. That's one of those qualifiers. Like, this yep. is great, but mm-hmm. the, t- the tax here is so expensive. So the price of cigars – Two, it sucks, but the staff and the lounge and everything else, top notch, A plus. Yep. So, well, and, and to be honest with yeah. you, if I'm visiting somewhere, the price of the scars is good to know, but the lounge is a lot of what I'm looking for, so it gives me that opportunity to explore and, yeah. and understand what I'm looking for. Yeah. Whereas it may be a reasonably yeah. priced cigar, but it has no seating and no place for me, no Wi-Fi or something like that. And you go, well, that's great that they have cheap cigars, but that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, they got long, they got the uh, the folding chairs. I don't, I don't yeah, like three that. folding chairs, and there's three guys always in them. <laughs> so now your challenge is to see if you can pass me in the number of views on Cigar Score. My my little <laughs> avatar says 24 reviews. Okay, I've been to at least that many many lounges and left left good old. Uh, honest reviews. Okay. Uh, I think I still need, I forgot to do one the other day. So I'm probably closer to 26 when I'm, when I'm done, but okay. Life goals challenge. I, I, can, I can probably get into double digits. I will say at least I, I can at least that. Right. I complained about a lot the guy of with the beard yeah. at West end. <laughs> the guy with the beard is scary looking. Yeah. I think you, I think your beard deserves to be like an official logo of something like, <laughs> yes. like something out of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like big fiery red. Does your audience, I mean, do they see this beard on a regular basis or is, are you guys only you post, the audience? He posts no, on Instagram. We're, yeah. We're only audio. And then I, you post I, I, on I, I post on Instagram all the time. So they do. Yeah. So they, they see it. I went That's, on the, I went on the, like the, the Lord other of the night. Ring stuff. And my beard is like fuller than it's ever been. And I went on and it was it's fucking healthy. Like you need to keep it. I'm just telling you <clears> like a little a side longer note than caveat. I keep. This, this is a month longer good. than I keep it. And, but Clint and, um, but I had the third worst beard on a three man herf <laughs> and I'm going, this is, this is incredibly. Uh, wait till I get in there. Yeah. But yes, I've kept this beard a month longer than I planned on. Uh, it looks good. Keep it. It's a little my, my side note. Yeah, right. I just pulled up your the straight cut uh, Instagram. I guess I just I also needed to follow you guys. <laughs> um, I wasn't number a thousand, but um, yeah, I, I see the bur- the beard on full display there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and there's a uh, Oliva Serie V uh, poster behind your head in one of these. Yeah, so. we did. We just had an go. Oliva event uh, Friday night, yes, and I am still recovering from that because yeah, Oliva events here are crazy. Yeah, it was so. it was very hectic for me. Yep. 
Like you, I didn't come. <laughs> you weren't even here. <laughs> I sat at home and smoked a uh, stolen throne crook of the crown. There you go. Hey, San Andreas right there. Uh-huh. If, if you like San Andreas, that that is Mark's benchmark cigar. Yeah, you talked he, about that, the cigar that was a benchmark okay. for you. When it comes to a $12 cigar, when somebody says, you know, this is a great $36 cigar, I say, is it worth three crook of the crowns? Because uh-huh. I, I, I'm like you. I compare cigars. And when you said that, that rung so yeah. true to me. Yeah. Because you compare other cigars, right? You compare them to other <clears throat> things. And you go, is this as good as an Edge Sumatra or whatever it is? And if it's another Sumatra cigar and you just go... Sometimes yes, it is. Sometimes it no, it's not. Yep. But I like a, a nice, good benchmark. I think everybody does that. Maybe they don't even realize it. Yeah. And I think retailers and brands, the sellers, they don't realize it, and they should, yeah. because everybody's got let's call it ninety minutes. What are they going to fill that ninety minutes with? Something that they know, or are they going to take a risk and spend their ten or fifteen dollars on something? You're going to go back to what they know generally, unless you're crazy and you like smoking weird things like sounds like some of us do. But yeah, I mean, you, you got to have that benchmark and you got to say, okay, if I'm going to sit down with, with water, bourbon, wine, can't smoke them both at the same time. I guess you could, but most people don't, <laughs> um, you know, and you, you, you do have that benchmark. Like, do I take the risk with something new? I go with old faithful that yeah. has never let me down. Yeah. People do that all the time. Sometimes the the brands and the retailers and the marketers they don't think that we do, but everybody does. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to think what my benchmark is. I don't. I don't know. I'm just I'm, it's got to be something Viaje, I guess. Well, yeah, it's got to be something like that. So which which stolen throne were you saying that you love so much? The Crook of the Crown, the very very first one, the uh, the, the the Crook of the Crown. Yeah, it's got a it's got a crown sitting on a or a crow sitting on a uh, crown. I have reviewed that one, and I don't remember why I didn't care for that one, but I did have the <clears throat> the Call to Arms Sumatra, and I really liked that one. So. Maybe, you know, we're talking about edge Sumatras, mm-hmm. called the arm Sumatra. Maybe there's something there, too. Yeah. So maybe that's one of those reasons to go back to the Crook of the Crown. You're talking about, you know, going back and doing other reviews, talking about Second Chance. If yeah. I can find one. Um, that's that's a good example yeah. of, uh, of when to go back and do that. Yeah, sounds good. Well, I travel to Dallas. Often, me and the wife do. So next time we're in town, we'll definitely make sure we uh, we'll give you a ring and we can uh, meet up somewhere. And you know, and luckily we have a list of of places we can go to, and uh, you know, we can enjoy a cigar yeah. together. I'd love that, and hopefully, I'm in town at the uh, same time. Usually on the weekend, um, we're back in town somewhere on the south side. We live on the south side. Okay. At nice. uh, thirty five, no, at two eighty seven. And sixty-seven. Okay, on the south side of Dallas. So cool. Yeah, I'd love to. Aaron. Yeah, definitely. And Sounds Mark, if you're, you know, Paul and I have been talking it, about getting down there. We have not been out of our house in like uh, two and a half years. <laughs> um, so we need to we need to get out. But we've talked about going down to Dallas and Houston and and some of the, some of those old places I used to go to when yeah. we did corporate travel. But 
Yep. Texas well, is open for business. It is so, sure. so is Arkansas. So is Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Paula and Mark are not yet. Wonderful. And if, you, if you're ever up this way, I got two lounges that you can come to. Yep. Well, we appreciate you taking some time off to uh, to to join the shit show that we have over here, especially a lot more tonight because uh, I got to see how good my uh, producing and editing is because I have the, confidence. The in Wi-Fi you. was not friends to us it tonight. Was not. I, it was not. I have so many recovered. so many audio files to, to splice together. Yes. Oh yeah, there was a couple. <laughs> yeah, pickups, but we got it worked yeah, out. We got it going. Yep. So now, definitely appreciate you taking time. Everybody, make sure you check out CigarScore.com. Uh, look at the reviews, read the reviews, find a shop that you go to, review The shop it. stuff is amazing. Yeah, join the forums, uh, follow them on Instagram. That is also CigarScore on Instagram, correct? Yep. Awesome. Follow yep. them on that. And Facebook and Twitter. Cool. So you got all three. That's We couldn't even get all three <laughs> on ours, but you got all three on the main, on the main ones. That's good. So. Make sure you check. Although I'm never on Twitter, but I got the, the branding. I, I like I'm no. never on Twitter either, but like everything I post goes right to Twitter, so it's like it takes care takes care of it for me. I don't have, I don't have to worry about it. So, yeah. and while, well, you're welcome and thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. This was a great conversation. So, I was thinking, you know, to to finish this off, since we got since we won the award, I was thinking of making like like a WWE wrestling belt. And then like <laughs> we're holding it and then if you want it, you got to take it from us. And then we can just, it can just travel around to like the different. Like if Rob wins next year, we yeah, give it to yeah, Rob. Yeah, we give it to Rob. And then if we, you know, we take it back from him the year after, so on and so on. So <laughs> okay. we, need, we need to figure out something. You like, and the a, WWE a, wrestling a, a, tra- a traveling something just to, okay. Just okay. to go around. I'm in there. So, you should right. get a wrestling belt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we appreciate you for uh, taking out time and this was uh, was really a cool conversation. This was, um, and you, what you've done is really, really, um, I think great for the cigar industry. So thanks for all your hard work. Thank you. And I I appreciate the feedback and anybody has any questions or wants to follow up, you know, after listening, just do the contact page or whatever, you know, get in touch with Aaron and Mark and they can forward your questions or whatever. And I'll be happy to help. So thanks for having me. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I wish I was warmer outside. So I could have been smoking a cigar with you. I was a little bit jealous, but yeah. Yeah. Um, again, we, so yeah, we sm- thanks for having me guys. Yeah, so we smoked the, give them another prop for, we smoked the crux limitada short salamone. Yeah. Smoke it. We, we, you and I, we love it. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I guess we will see everybody next week. It'll be the four of us again doing January's box since January was a giant shithole on my side. So it we're was. Doing, we're going to do two weeks back to back of some some uh, some, some, some some geeking out on shit. Oh, so, the the box stuff. Yep. Box okay. Stuff. I, I should probably find my boxes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. All right. We will see everybody next week. Be good. Later.